This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Happy Monday and welcome back. As we move toward the end of the year and begin to direct our attention to 2023, there's no more important thing to consider socially than how we might begin to heal the divide. We're getting it started today with polarity. We've all experienced the ruptures caused by today's polarizing world. More now than ever, we're deeply identifying with our opinions, taking them into ourselves as aspects of our personality. We're convinced that the way we feel about one hot-button topic to the next is also part of who we are foundationally. In this state of being, we're constantly on the defense. Our minds are persistently searching for affirmation, ways we can remind ourselves that we're right about the way we feel. And at the very same time, we're villainizing everyone who feels differently. The trick of it all is, those people we so strongly disagree with They're coming from that exact same place. It goes well beyond politics. It's impossible to scroll social media or turn on the TV or pick up a newspaper without coming face-to-face with drastic stances on everyday topics. Vie for healthy weight management, and you might be considered a body shamer. Turn to holistic options and immunity, and you'll likely be considered a science denier. Explore cutting-edge science on life extension and health span, and some might say you're perpetuating ageism. Put simply, we've fallen into a pattern of contrarianism. Cancel culture is a major culprit for this dire state we're in socially. What began as an effort to seek out and identify real-life monsters has become something we wield against each other in day-to-day life. We're perpetually looking for the flaws, the missteps, the could-be offensive aspects within any given message, and we're wielding it against one another from atop our moral high grounds. Nine times out of ten, we're relying on our hurt feelings to guide us, rather than logical discernment or self-examination. And again, it's easy to have hurt feelings when we take in every last opinion we form as part of our very identity. Now, when someone disagrees with us or vice versa, it becomes a personal slight. The ultimate core of the issue is that at either end of the spectrum of solutions for any given topic, people often feel that their stance is the ultimate and only moral truth. Thus, the opposing view is flat out wrong, criminal, or all out evil. There's no winning that battle for either side. If half the world wins and gets everything they want with no concessions, That means half the world loses. To be subjected entirely to another person's stance without the freedom to choose, that's the definition of tyranny. We're partaking in competitive authoritarianism rather than a democracy built to serve all its people. The nature of freedom is that we're the masters of our own ship, but not the masters of theirs. So what's the answer? Well, when it comes to polarity, 
we can begin by dulling its power in our own lives. And once we've mastered that, we can impart that same peace in the lives of our friends and family members. And maybe eventually, we can share it with the people we disagree with most. We can create a peace of mind within ourselves and safety within our own homes. Part of that journey might be tuning out. Media of every kind perpetuates the most extreme ideals by shining a spotlight on them. They're the news items that capture and hold people's attention. It's the inflammatory headlines that cause us to click and read. It's the social media posts that make us want to respond. And ultimately, it's never a fair representation of how the majority of us feel, but we treat it like it is. And this only reinforces the us versus them mindset. We can quell rather than stoke the fires of that divide. Answering an extreme with the opposite extreme only causes the pendulum to sway more drastically from one side to the other. It's easy to forget. Two things can be true at once, even when they appear to be the moral antithesis to the other. We can work to recognize our more extreme stances. We can consider whether they're ultimately rooted in our two-party system, where only two opposite solutions are ever presented to us as an option. On a personal level, we can stop villainizing people for the way they believe and ask that they return the consideration. We can be better to one another. We can approach conversations with humility. We can direct our frustration away from private citizens and toward the people presenting the legislation. We can demand they ease off the extremes. We can lift up the candidates who don't buy into the vicious narrative. We can educate ourselves so that we're better equipped to have meaningful conversations when they do arise. We can target the lobbyists and special interest groups vying for power in Washington. We can expose them and their influence. At the end of the day, we have to get back to being members of a community. We have to put an end to the all or nothing thinking and the my way or the highway antics. It's a shift in thinking that begins in the privacy of our own homes. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day two of our week, Heal the Divide. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.